Hey, welcome to the podcast by HDBU. Thanks for joining us today. We want this to inspire you, to help you grow in faith and give you the tools to thrive in life. Welcome to the podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast by HTV Youth. My name is Aaron and I'm hosting this episode about worship and I'm joined by... My name's Anna, I am uh, on staff at HTV as part of the worship team. Um, former HTV youth member. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, come on, come on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, do worship. So good. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Beecham, been on a couple podcasts before. Um, do I'm doing the internship here, HB College, and I'm head of year 12. And I play the drums, so that's why I'm mm. on the worship panel. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm in year 10, and I, uh, I've been going to HTV since I was like a, a little kid. Um, and I'm on the team with HTV Worship. Yeah. So good, so good. And well, I'm Aaron, I'm part of HTV College and HTV Youth. Uh, I do some graphic design for the team. Not that big, but it's good. Uh, so I want you to, we want to start with this. Tell your worst moment during worship, either leading <laughs> or playing. Who wants to go first in this one? Mm. Who has the worst moment? I have many. <laughs> <laughs> I can go, I had, okay, one time I was leading worship on my own, just on an acoustic guitar for this really important meeting with lots of bishops in the UK. Mm. And actually they were like from all over the world. Sure. And my um, microphone as I was leading just was like really loose and it kept drooping oh, down no. slowly and slowly. No. And n no one came to help me. And I was literally <laughs> to the point that I was almost like bending over, like propping it up with my mouth. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't oh. know what to do. So I just, I just ended the, the song like, in the middle of like a second verse. Yeah. I was like, amen, everyone take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awkward, embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah, Aaron, you reminded me of one. A couple months back, I was playing Cajon for students. Um, and Lewis, who's um, one of our guys who does all the production, like sound levels and whatnot, um, he, he kept on telling me to hit hard on the cajon because back then I didn't really know how to hit a cajon properly. I've learned <laughs> since, but back then I was pretty terrible. Um, so I kept on hitting harder and harder. And then eventually like my hand started to bleed. Oh, like, but this was like mid, um, mid the third song into stu students. We still had like two more songs to go. Um, and the Holy Spirit came upon me. So I wasn't feeling the pain. I kept going. But at the end of it, it was just a splattered bloody cajon. Oh, yeah. No. It was brown. It was, yeah, oh, it became oh, red. Like yeah. it was full of blood. But um, oh man, I don't know if it's like the worst. I felt pretty badass, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, People don't know the sacrifice of playing cajon. Yeah, dude. it's painful. You need an yeah. ice bucket afterwards. Oh. Crazy. Oh my and you're playing a song like I don't know, "All Praise the Name." When in the bridge you are like going up, and your hands are just hitting and it's hitting and hitting. Yeah, oh. it's like oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, Tiana. Um, I mean. Yeah, not as good as these guys, but I guess just forgetting words or like mm. my voice just cracks and that's never good. So she's a pro. She's no. a pro. <laughs> you are professional. Do you follow that page on Instagram? Um, worship fails. Worship oh fails. That's just the it's best one. Yeah, that's the best one. It's so, funny moments, hi. Um, so I want to ask you also, why are you involved in worship? Mm. Why? Why to be on stage singing? 
yeah. or playing? What's the purpose behind that? Mm-hmm. Is it for having a place and being famous at HTV? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Why? Why are you involved in worship? I think for me personally, I uh, my main way of worshiping is actually through drumming. Yeah. Um, if I had a choice of either singing along or, or playing the drums, I, I'd probably prefer to drum. Uh, mm-hmm. which is often why when when i don't have the chance to drum and i'm actually singing i'm usually like tapping my chest or something mm-hmm. yeah. like the idea of like creating a beat and being in rhythm mm-hmm. um yeah that's just kind of always been my way um so personally like it's always an honor and a privilege to play at staff meetings mm-hmm. uh, or at students or at youth events or anything like that um because i just really enjoy drumming mm-hmm. and i think yeah it all started when i was a kid super energetic and my parents were like oh let's slap on the drums tire him <laughs> out a bit um started off yeah started off then but um that's my main reason because I just enjoy it and it's my main so way to connect with God really. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Similar. I, lo- I just love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love I love being in times of worship. I've always loved that since I was a little girl. So, yeah. um, and I love the church. Mm-hmm. I think as like worship leaders, you have to really love the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I just love seeing people being released in worship, finding their own song, putting putting their own sort of words to their their sound of praise mm. um so it's just a massive privilege and really fun yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah I yeah. yeah like um these guys said it's i just feel like it's such a privilege as well because i just feel for me you know god god is so good to just be using mm. us to kind of kind of lead others into worship and just kind of um yeah that's what i just i love about it as well like um singing that's my best kind of my way to just connect with God and to yeah. you know just talk to him mm. but I'm just so kind of I just feel so I feel so amazed that he could use someone like me someone mm. so kind of who's just broken really and for him to actually just use me in that way I just I'm just so amazed <laughs> snap, snap, snap that's for that. yeah, yeah so good how long you've been involved in worship Tiana like you are what 16 15 15 how long you've been involved in worship um um, I think maybe just just a few years. I think yeah, yeah, I kind of I started off in the youth. I think yeah, Anna, you started me off in in worship. I remember kind of yeah, us just kind of meeting one time because mm. I was like, oh, I love singing, and mm. you kind of introduced me to the youth band, and I just from there I've just loved it ever since. So yeah, mm. so good. <laughs> Jonathan, how long have you been involved? Um, in this? so yeah, back in France, um, I started when I was probably like. Yeah, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like a small worship band there. My dad was head of worship there. He used to play the djembe um, and just lead with that. And then he used to get me on drums as well. Um, yeah, like a small little electric kit. Um, but just bashing about and having fun with it. Um, it wasn't as structured as here, so I had freedom to do what I want. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I learned bad habits, I think, and I brought them over. Since then, they've been corrected. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, so probably like, yeah, 10, 11, 12. Wow. With mm-hmm. a congregation of like, 50 so just a small thing but yeah it was really nice. fun it was like the only <laughs> when i was younger i wasn't always a fan of church but it was the one way my parents could get me to go to church wow. yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and I, I was actually kind of gassed for it <laughs> was to play um so I'd, I'd do my set and then when the uh, pastor would talk i'd kind of fall asleep but the worship was sick though <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> so good. Anna? uh yeah similar like really young age my dad when i was about eight years old um, my parents started a youth service at the church we were at. With there were no young people, but they started a youth service. Um, 
in faith. And yeah. um, my dad used to play the guitar. He had a rainbow guitar strap. Ooh. And then yeah. true, yeah, true Jersey. 2000, early 2000 fashion. <laughs> and then, um, and then I would, I would sing cause I was the only, only singer. Um, so yeah, probably shouldn't have given me that responsibility <laughs> at about, I think I was about eight. Yeah. When oh, wow. started. Um, so yeah, I've done Winning. it ever since then. That's, That's so good. <laughs> wow. Just like that. Come on, Anna, yeah. sing. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you can do it. So good. good. For, so for this conversation, I'd like to explore like three huge ideas. And the first one is everybody worships something. Mm. Like, can we yeah. agree on that? Like, mm, we yeah. all like, as humans, we all worship mm. something mm. or someone. Um, Lou Yigli in his book, The Air I Breathe, defines worship as our response to what we value the most. Mm. That thing might be a relationship, a dream, friends, status, stuff, a name, or some kind of pleasure like whatever name we put on it if it's a thing or a person we've decided in our hearts that that's the thing mm -hmm. we value the most mm -hmm. yes. um so because whatever you value the most is that thing that you're worshiping yeah True. so how do we keep a balance between loving worldly things? Because, for example, I'm a big Man United fan. <laughs> and I love Man United. True. And every time that we're playing, I'm just like, Oli, sad the wheel, tell me how to sing. <laughs> and I sing, I lift my hands every time Bruno Fernandez shout out to my guy. He scores a goal. It's just like, I love you, mate. Like, this is amazing. Thanks for coming to United. Like, I love Man United. As I also love, like, I don't know, like, food like kebabs every single tuesday <laughs> have a kebab kebab tuesday. not during lent but like <laughs> we used to have kebabs every single tuesday and it's like how do we keep a balance between those things we love during world and worshiping god like yeah. how do because it's a fine line it's like there's like no limit between those two things like making mind united for example <laughs> a god mm. in my life but how do i keep the things i like just like that way yeah. what, what's the balance of What's your experience of it? How do you keep your balance between games? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, just kind of things that we worship in, in this world, it's quite, it's about us. It's kind of like what we love, what, what gives us pleasure. But I feel like when we worship God, it's about him. And it's kind of, it's, mm. it's all about him because he's, mm. he's like an almighty God. I feel like um, we should, we focus on him and it's kind of nothing we shouldn't really think of ourselves because yeah yeah yeah, so. mm. yeah. I, it's, it's so hard mm. it's, it's so hard to keep the main thing the main thing mm. um and I, I think it's really good to be honest with ourselves and just you know try and yeah just try and be honest about where our hearts are and i there's so many times where i feel like the lord's had to readjust me mm. yeah. and he's yeah, good at that so like yeah. you know as much as I try and like run after him he's always running way faster yeah. <laughs> and he, he's the one that actually pursues us mm. so um just trying to keep your heart open and stay um stay connected to God and he actually plants desire in our hearts and he true. plants faith yeah. in our hearts and I'm like way the times when I've like been really um, motivated to pursue Jesus above everything else has mainly been his doing anyway. Like mm. he's revealed something through someone or something I've read or a passage in the Bible. And I've been so like captivated by that. that I've been mm -hmm. like, I have to, I have to know him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, trust the Lord, try and position your heart, but 
yeah, I don't know, it's, it can be really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think also there's a level of like realizing that those things aren't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. So yeah. like, you're, like, you know, hey, mm-hmm. God created these things to, for us exactly. to enjoy, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like activity, sport, Man United, gaming, whatever it is. Um, but personally, something that I do is kind of taking the uh, position of um, submittance. So mm-hmm. ultimately, yeah. if God asked me to give this up, so whether mm-hmm. that be like a fashion item or whether mm-hmm. that just be, um, yeah, what I do, um, right, for leisure and whatnot. If God actually asked me, um, can you submit this to me? Do I hold on to it? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, usually it's materialistic things, mm-hmm. but um, having that posture of actually my priority is God mm-hmm. and then all the other things are second to it. Um, yeah. I think I think also as maybe as Christians we kind of um, the idea of like worshiping something else it can be quite a negative thing. So it's mm-hmm. like oh we can't we, have, we can't enjoy we can't really enjoy these things. We have got to make sure we enjoy mm-hmm. God more. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you can in, almost like enjoy God through Man United. Like like God created Man United. Yeah, yeah. He gave he gave you that. <laughs> he team. also created other teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all the bad teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of like seeing the God in it um, and uh, um, and through it especially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but balance is true. I think uh, a practical way is just to spend time in his presence daily, yeah. Yeah. making sure that he's like the first thing, you know, first thing when you wake up, he's the guy you're going to, sets you up well. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do yeah. you keep that balance? Like in your daily life, like what's the balance? What's the things that you do every single day to keep that balance? Yeah, well, yeah, um, there's no perfect formula, but something I try and do is, yeah, just start, start, today, start the day um, yeah, praying. So before, like, my feet touch the ground, and you try and submit the day to him. Be like, "Here you go." Like, I don't know what today is going to bring, but mm-hmm. I submit it to you. Um, and so that kind of like you know, start the day off with him, and then end it too. Before I go to bed, I'm like, "All right, cool. Thanks for today, Lord." Yeah. Um, and it's something that Anna, you, you spoke about at Creative Gathering at some mm-hmm. point. The idea of when you're on stage and you get a lot of compliments, how do you deal with it? And mm-hmm. your imagery of or an analogy of it's like a bou- uh, it's like a flower mm-hmm. and every time every time someone gives you a compliment they give you a flower and then at the end of the day you submit your bouquet your bouquet to god oh, yeah. um that that really resonated with me and stuck with me um i stole that from brooke ledgerwood <laughs> <laughs> shout out but it's, glory. So, but, it, but it's so good you can you can use that for everything else like all, all, all the things you enjoy yeah, like yeah, yeah. they it's can true. be like the little flowers little, and then at the end of the day ultimately like i had fun today with my man united with my football my game and whatnot yeah. but actually um Mm. ultimately it's all about jesus and yeah. spending time in his presence and mm. his courts yeah um, mm. yeah and like you said it's all integrated mm. like yeah. it's not like we spend time with the lord whenever your quiet time is in the day and yeah. then you go to a man you match or <laughs> i love that with that's become like the focus yeah, of yeah i know my <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want to do in the day um and it's not like when we go off into the normal life, the rest of our world, mm. like Jesus is suddenly yeah. put in a box. Like that's, yeah. that's the, if that's how we're operating, then that's our quiet times aren't doing their job because mm. he's, he yeah, is in so everything. He's present in everything. Nice. And um, so I think, and for me, it's been in terms of like disciplines, it changes in every season of my life. I feel mm. like, um, and I'm not a particularly like structured person. I don't love ha- doing the same thing every day. Um, although there's been times when I do do that just because I feel like I need to, it's, it, I felt the Lord told me to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's a conversation with the Holy Spirit for me of like, do I need to, it just needs to be a bit more fluid. Like I read the Bible at some point in the day. I don't know yeah. when it's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. I just part of me dies if I have too much structure. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I just need to. It's true. Yeah. 
Uh, so you were talking about seasons of your life, mm. like different seasons, like Tiana, right now you're in what? High school. Mm. You call it high school in here. I'm from Mexico, <laughs> by the way. Uh, you call it high school. Secondary yeah. school. Secondary yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Secondary, Se secondary school. So for you, how is it right now? How do you keep like, I don't know, maybe you like One Direction, I don't know, mm. like, <laughs> or Harry Styles, like how you keep like <laughs> to make it like, Right now, because you're really young, like Jonathan's 20, I'm 18. How old are you? I'm 25. 25. You're 15. So <laughs> in this season of your life, you're involved in worship. You're a great worship leader. So how do mm. you keep that balance in your life? What do you mean like balance of... Like daily, like, yeah, the God things like and God things. and the things you like and um, the guys you like. I don't know, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> One Direction have broken up, by the way. No, so yeah. it's just They're mean gone. to dangle that. that. <laughs> oh, that's not a thing yeah. anymore. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I feel, yeah, like these guys said, kind of just in, in my life through the kind of the happy times and kind of the things I love, I kind of just say it kind of, thank you, Jesus, for this. Thank you for, yeah. the, for the opportunity to have mm. this. To um, Yeah, sometimes I just get kind of moments of like, you know, wow, I'm, like you've given me so much. But then um, I kind of have to, you know, remind myself of it as well, you know, because it's easy in the kind of the, the bad times or if you're stressed to kind of, you know, forget God and kind of mm -hmm. um, put your focus on those things. But I've kind of, I've been learning to search him actually through those times, especially mm -hmm. this kind of school stress and homework. I've kind of, in the, like before I start an exam, I literally... I'd like just pray. I'd be like, you know, Jesus, please be be with me in this exam. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, yeah, through the good times and the bad times, really, um, just kind of searching God first. So mm. good. And so even good. that's worship too, like mm. kind yeah. of preparation, mm. like being a good steward of the things mm. that God's given you, your education. Like mm -hmm. you yeah. can turn revision time and that preparation time in a time of worship. Mm -hmm. And that's not even just literally like worshiping through it with the music, but like um, everything we do can be an act of worship. Yeah, and exactly. so um yeah that's it yeah. I, th I wish I had that mentality back when I was doing my exams because I, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I definitely didn't think about it that way I don't know if there's any revision but um yeah man just some encouragement it's good stuff for real so good and I want to link what Jonathan is saying with the second point which is actions over words like I don't know if you know that kind of people or maybe you've been that kind of people that thinks that worship only happens on Sundays mm. and through a song Like, there's a lot of people that think like, oh, by singing What a Savior or shout out Spotify. Um, what else? All, yeah, the all the platforms. Anna Hamilton wrote that song. Great song. Like, there's so many people that think that by just singing a song, they're worshiping. And out of the 30 minute worship experience on Sunday, uh, there's no more worship during the week. But worship is activity of the human soul like mm. this means we're not only worship through some moments but we are worshiping all the time mm. our life is surrounded by all kinds of worship 24 mm. 7 yes, mm. like man united <laughs> or, or something else um if we think about it like right now in the whole world there's a lot of people worshiping in this moment mm. either a thing either a god or an mm. idol like there's a lot of worship going right now and if we think about it i think the greatest picture or the greatest experience about worship we'll see it outside church mm. like for example mm. you just need to go to a concert to see how people worships that 
band or that mm. person yeah. or like for example i remember i don't remember like watching it because i wasn't born at that time like yeah. super bowl 28 michael jackson like this the, the halftime show starts uh, yeah, yeah. and out of nowhere like one screen michael michael jackson everyone <laughs> second screen michael jackson <laughs> And out of nowhere, Michael's on the stage <laughs> and everyone, he stood like for two minutes without doing a thing, just looking at the, uh, his right. And everyone was just like, ah, Michael, we love you. <laughs> and he was doing nothing. He wasn't singing, like he wasn't even moving. Yeah. And everybody in that Super Bowl was worshiping Michael Jackson. Sure. So if worship is not a moment, but a lifestyle, how do we live a life worth of worship to God? Mm. <laughs> how do we do that like it's not about moments yeah it's a, about lifestyle i had a friend a couple years back come well he introduced me to this idea of like the audience of one um and so the concept yeah. is like everything that you do you're doing it for god mm. so kind of linking it back to like oh school work or revision can be like an act of worship mm. um anything can be an act of worship generally like even like cleaning the toilet or like hoovering or like cooking um it's like who are you doing it for um, yeah. obviously like when you're cleaning you're cleaning for like, like your family or it's your mm -hmm. job or like cooking you know mom cooking for like or dad mm -hmm. cooking for like the kids or the fam um but it's like ultimately like the audience and then when it's the audience of one that means you give it your all because mm -hmm. actually sometimes if you're especially if you're at work um and you're maybe serving people that you don't like too much mm -hmm. you might not put it you not you might not put your full effort into it but if you actually think okay what i'm doing it's not for these people it's for like mm -hmm. a it's for my god you know my mm -hmm. king um, all of a sudden, the menial tasks you'll put your one hundred percent in it um, as an act of worship. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's a convicting kind of mentality to have in everything and anything that you do. Um, but um, yeah, that really helps. The idea of like yeah, audience of one, who are you doing it for? Mm, um, yeah, that's yeah. very good. Like for my favorite verse of the Bible is First Corinthians um, ten, which says literally like everything you do do it for his glory mm. and what you were saying like when you're cooking do it for the glory yeah. of god when you're like working do it for the glory of god but how how do we put that mindset mm. of this is for the glory of god in everything i do everything i'm thinking everything i'm speaking is for his glory yeah yeah i mean it's it's so true i think for me it always comes more than what I do is like m my heart. Like mm. God, it got everything. Flow, everything has to flow from our heart. And mm. um, if your heart's right, then you know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Everything but falls into place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything yeah, falls yeah, into yeah. place. Yeah. And you've got to, you know, my heart before the Lord has to be just fully surrendered. And yeah, you know. It's just funny how like da David is held up as like the greatest mm -hmm. worshiper in the Bible, yeah. and he messes up so many times, mm. like, so many times, and way worse than hopefully any of us will ever mess mm -hmm. up. Um, but the Lord's like, oh, he's a man after he's this is David, and he's a man after my own heart. Um, and it's, I feel like it's because of David's like posture in all of his psalms. It's mm. like. If he messes up, he comes back to the Lord and he's like, yeah. it's my heart. You know, I I, I want to serve you and I want to, you know, 
I'm trying to think of the scripture and it's completely gone from my head, but um, yeah. broken, here's a broken and contrite heart. Mm. Search yeah. me and know me. All of those, you know, amazing scriptures. So, um, yeah. That's yeah. true. All about the heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I remember one sermon from Pastor Stephen Furtick. Um, he was saying about your greatest sermon. What's going to be your greatest sermon? Mm. He said, like, it won't be on a pulpit or mm. on a stage, wow. but the life you decide to live. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. that's your greatest sermon. Yeah, it's really and, good. And as you said, like, it's just about the heart. Mm. Having the right heart to do what you're doing right now. Like, if you ha- have the heart for God mm. and focused on, you know what, like, for example, you're at school, so I'll have the best grades <laughs> for the glory of God. Mm. Mm. Like... I give my best during worship experiences on Sunday mm. for the glory of God. And we have that mindset as I think also like we show, because that, that's what I mean by actions over mm. words. Like we're showing the, the people that comes to church that follow us on Instagram. Like we're showing us who God is through what we do. And mm. mm-hmm. um, I love to, every day I aim to see what God can do through me. So in order to do that, I need to do something for his glory. And how do, what's the secret to have like the right heart? Hmm. Is that, is, is it like, what does it take to make the decision or, or knowing that, all right, in this moment of my life, I have the right heart for God or the right heart for the church to hmm. do what I'm doing. Like, what do you do? I think it's just spending time with him. I think we're all influ- like we all have influences and we're all influenced by something. Mm-hmm. And so we we have the control of our lives to make an active decision who we're going to be influenced by. So if you want to be influenced by media, then yeah, you'll spend a lot of time on social media or listening mm-hmm. to the news. But mm-hmm. if your influence is God, like if your influence if your biggest influence in your life, the, the place where you spend the most time is with Christ, then slowly but surely that will change you. Yeah. Um yeah, that's really. It's good. just time with him. Yeah, like if you like, yeah, if you want to be set on that kind of like having that good heart yeah. posture and making sure that everything and anything you do is for the glory of God, yeah, um, you can't get that anywhere else but just by knowing him, because mm-hmm. then you yeah. emulate it. I remember when I was in school, um, I went to a new school and I was trying to like I was new, so I wanted to make friends and kind of you know be like a popular kid, and so I kind of copied what the popular kids were doing, mm-hmm. and then slowly but surely, I think I kind of went up the like rank up went up. To, well, went up the ranks. Um, but eventually when I was like year 12, year 13, I guess I was like nearish to the top. Mm-hmm. But then I actually realized that it just wasn't it. Like I got there and I was longing for this thing, but I actually realized mm, it's a bit fickle. Like it doesn't actually mm-hmm. hold anything. Um, and so that was kind of like a life, like a life shock really. That hit me hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of also tried this for God. And I was like, okay, you know, let me start with HB College. Let me spend time with God, focus and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's yielded better results. So mm-hmm. I would I would definitely go for that one instead of the school yeah. rep. Um, but yeah, just spending time with the Lord. And naturally, if that's your biggest influence, you're def- your heart will change mm, for sure. That's yeah. really good. I, w- like true worship leads to transformation. Yeah. Mm. And it, if we're not seeing, you know, our hearts change and our, who, we, who we are as people be transformed more and more t- into his likeness. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what happens when we like bring our whole self before the Lord. That's true. So yeah. It's a good gauge. Yeah. Also adding on to what you guys said, I do, I feel like we this also helps knowing that you can't do it out of your own strength. You yeah. can't mm. do it's it by facts. yourself. Yeah, but actually yeah. it's it says not through your own strength, but through 
the like power of Christ, mm. like through mm. the Holy Spirit. So yeah. um, I always go back to that when I feel like I'm, I'm not good enough for this. I can't, you know, I can't do this. So I say, yeah. well, I, yeah. Yeah, actually I can through the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so that gives me confidence. It's true. Um, yeah. That's so good. That's so good. And I, I love like um, this song, oh, The Heart of Worship. Like, because also like, yeah, yeah, I think we all have those moments when we're doing it for no, our own glory. Yeah. Have you like, I think we're not humans. Like mm. you be like a superhero or mm. of another planet. If yeah. Can we be honest mm. for a minute? Like, <laughs> have you had those moments in your life? Like, yeah. and how it's been like to that moment of your life like yeah. being like i'm doing this right now because i want to be <sighs> yeah you know what i mean big like, man. yeah big man. <laughs> you just get too wrapped up in what people yeah. think about you of course you know? yeah, yeah yeah and maybe because i maybe that's not the intention to be like i want to i want to be the one that everyone whatever yeah. but it's so easy to let yeah. what other people think about you become your mm. god mm -hmm. you know and you live and yes. die by what people think about you so yeah if if you live by it, you'll die by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so true. So true. That's true. Have you had one of those moments of, of doing it for your glory? Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like how yeah. you came out of it. Um. Well, yeah. I think so. Personally, I was like, I um, I was brought up Christian, mm. parents Christian, and whatnot. But it was only until last year, November, where I actually decided to live life for Christ and live in a Christ-like way. Come on. Um, so for me, there's a big difference with being a Christian and living in a Christ-like way. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, like, yeah, those like initial 18 years, 19 years were totally just, yeah, I, I was a Christian. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I was saved. But um, yeah, still cared about what people thought about me. So we're still trying to be the cool guy wear the cool clothes and all that type of stuff and doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, and like, how did I get out of it? It was just kind of, it, it, it took like a bit of messiness in my life to actually realize, okay, I probably do need Christ. And then off the back of that, God did the madness. Romans 8, yeah. 28, all over that. Um, wow. And he used that situation for my good and for his glory. Um, and it was that switch where I was like, okay, cool. Um, now I understand. So mm -hmm. it took kind of like, I guess, something tragic in my life for yeah. there to be revelation. And usually like there's beauty out of, out of ashes. Like that's how God, mm -hmm. that's how God works. Well, yeah. that's how God can work. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, that's just my story. I don't know. That's so good. And it becomes like, because I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. So <laughs> my whole life I've been a Christian. Yeah. It's like the first yeah. 16 years of my life saying, oh yeah, I'm a Christian because my yeah. parents were Christians. Yeah, exactly. But it was this moment so one Thursday, October 2016, where what I like just thought about it became a conviction yeah. of my heart. Like, I think that's the thing that makes a difference mm, in everyone's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you turn like, when you step out of just thinking about it and just like, oh yeah, I do this because of this, this and this, mm. and turn it into a conviction I think that changes also your whole perspective sure. about mm -hmm. who God is mm -hmm. and that is for his glory and your glory. And it's just yeah. like, it's yeah. just amazing when you realize that thing in your life. What about you, Tiana? You're so young. You are amazing. Yeah. Like everyone knows. Like a few weeks ago, <laughs> Pete Winder said, ladies and gentlemen, like Tiana, best worship leader ever. Big Sorry, Anna. Big shout yeah. <laughs> Like at the fourth yeah. head, how do you feel in that moment? Like, yeah, you I feel kind like, of, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like it's kind of, yeah, especially in that, in, in that moment, it was kind of, yeah, it's, it's hard because, you know, kind of 
everyone's looking at you when you're kind of on stage and it's kind of hard not to think about what others are thinking about you but actually kind of I just keep telling myself you know humble my heart lord because mm. it's kind of it's yeah as you said it's not performance it's actually you know god is the only audience i should be doing yeah, this yeah. for um but yeah actually that day i kind of i felt really weak in myself i felt kind of mm. my voice was failing on me and i kind of i had i was so anxious that i was going to get it wrong and i guess before that i was kind of thinking thinking it was about me a bit. I was like, oh, mm. you know, what if my voice cracks in front of everyone? Like kind of, I don't, I'm not feeling like it. Yeah. But then um, I kind of, I talked to kind of a few people and then I kind of just, I kind of stepped on knowing that actually, gonna, you know, it's not about me. God is doing this through yeah. me. And that yeah. kind of, and especially what Pete Winter said, it kind of like established that, that actually I can, you know, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Thanks, Bit Winter. Yeah. Uh, that's so, so good. So, last point connectivity pre created. So, if we look at history, uh, I love history. I love to just go back and read about what has happened in, across the human history. And if we look at it, we see that there hasn't been like one moment since day one without worship. Mm. Like, human history is full of thousands and thousands of idols yeah. every yeah. culture every age has their gods um we just need to look at, a bit at it to like realize this uh, mm. so my last question is like why mm. why since day one every single human being mm. has been like every single day mm. saying like i need to worship yeah, something there's so something i need to worship yeah. like mm. Why do we crave to worship mm. something or someone? Mm. Yeah. That's so good. One of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes <laughs> is, it's quite convoluted, I might get it wrong, wrong mm. but it says, um, if I find in myself desires that nothing in this world can satisfy, then I can only conclude that I wasn't made for here. And mm. for me, it's, it's, like, it's, like why, it's like hunger. Why do we... We get hun physically hungry mm. because we, our bodies are designed to have food. Mm -hmm. They're designed yeah. to have sustenance. Yeah. And so hunger, the hunger is a symptom of a deeper thing. And um, I think it's the same with God. Like, you're right. Ev everybody worships, worships something. Everybody has this need to place something higher mm -hmm. than ourselves. And that gets skewed and mixed up yeah. in loads of different ways in the world. But... It's because we were made, <laughs> literally yeah. designed to be in relationship with God mm. and to have him be Lord over our lives. Yeah. Um, and it's just so funny because when you, you see it played out in everybody's lives and you're like, yeah. it's so obvious that we're all looking for something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we were talking earlier about like, how do you keep Jesus number one? How do you not, to be honest, like, I think it, you kind of eventually find out that nothing else satisfies yeah. nothing yeah. else fills that like hunger yeah. inside of yeah. us and so you kind of get to the end of yourself and you're like well yep jesus it's you <laughs> like yeah. it has to be you um so i love that that c.s lewis thing it always yeah. always makes me um yeah makes me hunger for god even more because i'm like oh, I, was, I was made for this mm -hmm. and i feel like that when i lead worship i'm like ah. Yeah. Oh, this is the place in his presence. Like we were made for this. Yeah. It feels like coming home. Um, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's it. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah, how to add to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, God created us like this. Mm. He created us to have a relationship with him. Yeah. So it's just natural to. Yeah, yeah Colossians 16 yeah. says all things have been created through him mm. and for him. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, and I also love like, so good. I love how John Gray uh, says this in a sermon that he did at Elevation Church as well. He was saying like, worship was given to us because mm. so in i think it's luke 7 when jesus says like us to satan falling like mm. lightning and everything that was in him also fell of mm. him like literally was all his gifts of worship like mm. came out of him and where where did it landed mm. on the dust mm. and the man is created from dust mm. and i just love how god gave us worship like that gift of being able and that like mm. also crave to worship something mm. to worship him since day one mm. and it just like as you said that makes me even more hunger for him like mm. more of you because this is for you mm. like living a life that gives god all the glory it's because it's for him and yeah. uh, it's just yeah. amazing and just to conclude worship is also about priorities mm. so the last question for today is if we know that what we worship is what we value the most mm. how do we fix our priorities in order to put god in the first place in our lives mm. <laughs> the big one <laughs> i'll give an example <laughs> yeah so for example this year is a year um reading the bible in one year Come on. <laughs> so i've tried it for three years in a row first year 70 days second one 150 mm. this year is the year yes, you know what i mean so so it. what i've been yeah. doing is like early in the morning first thing i do before instagram mm. before checking my emails before everything is like going straight with nikki gumbel and god <laughs> like that back. that's the only that, <laughs> and i'm listening to like for example some of Bethel's um, instrumental albums, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, all right, God. So I'm giving this first thirty minutes of my day mm. to you and for you. That's, That's the way I've put my priorities, like in order, and also forcing myself to during Lent not use Instagram. And I didn't delete the app because I want also like to develop like self control because I'm going back to Instagram after Lent. So it's like, I don't want it to be like the same way as it used to be. Yeah. So it's like putting God, like also like I've been challenging myself to put some things on my life, like some obstacles that I know that, oh, every single day is like insect, like my cell phone is now useless mm. because I, I don't use it that much last <laughs> I used to. So it's just like putting those things apart to put God mm. in the first place. Like for example, Man United is mm. playing this Thursday at the same time of kingdom come yeah. it is like yeah. and the worst yeah, the worst thing about it is that well not the worst thing one you love the, man united yeah. <laughs> yeah, really does. i do the thing is that this it's thursday they're playing against derby and against wayne rooney a man united legend wow and it's like sorry wayne sorry united sorry bruno i'm coming to kingdom come <laughs> like <laughs> that's my priority yeah. uh that's how i've been doing it like challenging myself to have to put my to put God first, mm. then church, family, work, mm. Man United, uh, yeah. 
So I think that's with it. that, yeah. what about you guys? Like, yeah, obviously that kind of it just reminded me of the verse, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else added on it get gets added on to yeah. you. Kind yeah, of, that's the one. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that really resonates with what you said. But also I kind of feel um yeah, in kind of especially school life with exams, it's kind of like, oh, I don't really have I don't have time for God right now, you know, I need to do this, yeah. otherwise I'll get detention. I get I get that quite a lot and it's kind of I feel like I kind of, yeah, that verse especially, I feel like if I if I seek God first, mm. those things will just fall into place. And mm. I feel like all the kind of struggles will just kind of, God will put them in place because, you know, I've searched him and I'm still learning to do that. Mm. But yeah. That's good. That's good. That's so good. I think, yeah, uh, an example for where like priority comes into play is, for example, so working at church, all of a sudden, a Sunday isn't a Sabbath anymore. Like a Sunday is like a work day. Mm -hmm. So trying to find like another day to fill in, I guess, the like Sabbath slot. And so for, I haven't actually stuck to this yet, which reflects quite badly on me. But on Friday mornings from like nine to two, it's like my Sabbath time. Mm -hmm. And so let's say it's it's also like an off day. So let's say like someone wants to meet up or I want to go out or whatnot. Um, I'm trying to prioritize the Sabbath over it. So almost mm. kind of like at the time of God is also, it's like a, a, an appointment. Um, so uh, like if someone's like, oh, can we meet up for like a morning thing? I'll be like, sorry, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to work. I need to do better on that because it can be easy just to kind of be like, oh, it's cool. Oh, oh yeah. I'll rearrange it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the idea of like, you know, you may miss an appointment with God, but God will never miss an appointment with you. But it's Jonathan Bitten right there. <laughs> um, you know, it's like priority, like you said. So if I like, if you take it seriously, and if you really understand like the holiness and the awe of God, and actually realizing, like you said, Matthew six thirty three, like if you seek Him first, everything else will come to you. Yeah. Um, that's like job, career, relationships, mm. anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you'll, yeah, that definitely helps the perspective where it's to actually prioritize. I'm convicted myself right now. Yeah, it's that perspective to actually, yeah, prioritize, yeah, yeah, Sabbath or whatever, whatever you've got going on, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So good. I think for me, like, one of the biggest things when I was growing up um, and still is now um, was community mm. and like mm. making sure I got, I'm surrounded by people that are running off the same thing that I am. Oh, yeah. Just so trying good. to fuck, because yeah. sometimes, because we all just, we get tired sometimes and like, I work for church, church is my every single day. I mm. lead a lot of worship, but mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And um, I sing the same songs probably like <laughs> 10 times in a week, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes. So I think, um, yeah, just just being being surrounded by people that are like we're we're like pulling each other in this in the same direction yeah. in the right direction has been really key. Coming to church, I like you know sometimes church can feel like we it's the same thing every week. You're like, yeah. why do we even? Man, it's so important like not to give up. Mm. Like Paul says, don't give up meeting together. Yeah, um, because we're we're the, as the body we're like. Um, yeah, we're we're being transformed more into more into the likeness of Jesus, mm. and we pull each other closer. Mm. And when I've had like the worst week, and I go into worship, I'm like, I don't want to sing a note today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I hear my friends beside me like going for it yeah. and like seeking yeah. after Jesus and bringing a sacrifice. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I can I can do mm-hmm. it. I get mm-hmm. strength from them. And, yeah. Um. So, don't do it alone. 
Yeah, I would that's say. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so, so good. So just to finish, let's go around and say what you take of this conversation. Like, what things are you going to put in practice or yeah, what blessed you the most? Go to a Man U game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I going to? Excited. Of course, yeah. Well, you said, Anna, that at the end, like, community is strong. Yeah. Um, and this idea, like, I like to think of it as like, yeah, a circle. So, like, as Christians, well, with your little friendship, you're all kind of holding hands in a circle. Mm. And so, yeah. and it's so that if someone falls, mm. both individuals on the side can pick you back up. Yeah. Um, that's like through accountability. That's just through, like, doing life together. Like, mm. your friends mm. should know when you're feeling down yeah. or when you're not your 100 percent um and it's the reason that your friends just encourage you and pick each other up because you go through seasons like you know ups yeah. and downs so it's so key to have good people to your left to your right um to really support you but yeah community strong in in your worship but also just in your day-to-day life as well yeah mm. for sure so good so good what do you say from this episode <laughs> today anna um yeah i feel like just kind of definitely i'm gonna you know, try and prioritize, prioritize God more and kind of, um, yeah, <laughs> just what, so yeah, <laughs> so good. I love what you said about, um, Tayana, about, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. And actually the, there's a never any shame in like our worship life with God. He doesn't do that ever. Yeah. And yeah. actually it's him that, gives us strength to follow him ultimately mm. yeah because uh, following him sometimes can be really hard so like yeah, yeah we, and we this is such a good reminder we can do all things through christ to strengthen us so i love that it's true so good <laughs> well guys thanks for joining us today and see you later Bye. peace Bye.